are back. It's taken us some time to generate some new content for new video. It took us only four months, but we are back to uh, all our listeners out there. We were just looking at some t- statistics, and we are just thankful for all the support out there. Um, continue to support us. We thank you to all our sponsors as well. This last little while, we are excited to get back. Well, the year is 2023. Jim Benning is your general manager and the Canucks win the Stanley Cup. The prediction has been made. Two years, the Canucks are Stanley Cup champions. I say that because Oliver ekman Larson will be the Norris Trophy winner the year of 2023, and he will win the Colin Smythe Trophy because he is elite. Oliver ekman Larson, we welcome you to Vancouver. Connor Garland, you are a stud, so we especially welcome you to Vancouver. I have owned you in fantasy, and I am thankful for your support of this league. You are a fantastic player. Jason Dickinson, welcome. Yaroslav Halak, welcome. Louis Erickson, get out now. <laughs> Jay Beagle, get out. Brandon Sutter, get out, but then get back in. <laughs> Alex Edler, get out. <laughs> Brendan Gaunt, where are you? <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Well, we are very excited. The Canucks have made lots of moves. Ashton, what do you think about the moves? Um, well, I was a big Jimbo hater. Everyone knows I've been pretty vocal about that, and I've wanted him fired forever. Uh, I think think that I may have to eat some words, because I do actually like a lot of the moves that he's done this offseason. Yeah, you can't have all the pie, Ashton. You can't have all the pie and eat it, too. Jimbo literally took the three dustiest players in the world put them all in a package, put a nice bowl in it, hand it to Arizona and said, here you go. Bye. I gotta say, and I will... you know what? No, you continue. I am thrilled to see Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, and Antoine Roussel go to Wasteland in Arizona. I cannot wait to be you with the Arizona Coyotes next year. So, I, I'm, I'm a, this trade happens, I am freaking out. I am in the truck at work and I am freaking out. I'm like, I, I'm telling everybody, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta call in. I gotta call in 650. Every single person that was phoning in, this was before the second, or what was it? It was the second and the seventh went back to Arizona. First, second, seventh. Yeah, so but Ninth but overall. the first part of the trade was released when it was just everyone for basically Garland, Ekman Larson, and the first. And so I was like, you know what? This is this is a fantastic trade. Only a first round pick. That's fantastic. So well, yeah. And then while I'm on hold with Sportsnet 650, the second part of the trade comes. I'm like, oof, that's a little bit tougher. But here's the thing, okay? All of, everyone's making it sound like Oliver ekman Larson is at the end of his career and he's a terrible hockey player. That is not true. He's just turning 30 years old. He still has a lot of good hockey left in him. He's going to be like an Alex Edler. We still paid Alex Edler like $6 million last year. Yep. No one was up in arms over that. He was a great defenseman. He was serviceable. So if he can be at least Alex Edler level near the end of it, that's okay. But if he can above that these next couple years and find that offense again oh my goodness i think you're gonna get a good few years out of him i think that the contract yeah it could age poorly but you'll get a few good years i think you'll have a big bounce back in vancouver honestly he was kind of lost playing on a really terrible team there in arizona like no kidding his production dipped because he had no players to play with so coming to vancouver he gets to play with some better players and he gets kind of a fresh start in a new scene. Like I think he'll bounce back, and it, it'll be good for a few, few, few years, right? But and nonetheless, we both saw that blue line last year. 
They were horrendous. And we just just based off that trade, before we even talk about any of the other offseason moves, the team was better. Just by eliminating those three players. And no disrespect. But it's just kind of funny. Like you see it on Twitter. I hate Brandon Sutter four million dollars. Brandon Sutter have oh. a million dollars. Get in. Yeah, because that's such a better captain. He's nothing better than the fourth line player worth a million dollars. We were he was robbing the bank with us. He backed up the brink truck and said, Pay me. Now Now the one thing I want to talk about this and, and this is the whole reason I called into Sportsnet six fifty. Because everyone overlooked the Connor Garland part of the trade. Good deal. Connor Garland is an absolutely unreal player. I've actually watched quite a bit of Coyotes games because I had him in my fantasy team. And the guy just brings the boys into the fight. I am really excited to see him in a on a roll with Bo Horvat. He's going to be a fantastic player. He's going to score a lot of goals for us. And then they got him for under $5 million yeah. under contract. That is a fantastic contract. I'm like, who is this guy? I was a Jim Benning believer. I am on the record on this podcast wanting to keep Jim Benning while everyone wanted to fire him. And he did a flawless job. Now, that is only one move. Do you have anything else you want to say? I will say this. Jim Benning normally sucks with contracts. He got this one right, though. Good deal for Garland. Five years. The guy's, I think, 25 years old. It's a good contract. Doesn't even have a no-moving cost. Yeah, I know. This was a good one. Good one for him. Jimbo's had so many bad signings. This one was good. Now... I like the deal. Just, Ashton, look at that top six compared to what it was last year with with just Connor Garland in it and a healthy PD. Brock was looking fantastic. Brock was looking like a man last year. Okay, I'll say this. I think our team... Is undoubtedly better, but the question is how much better. I don't think it's been flawless. The one thing that I didn't like, I'm going to bring this up. Right away? Are we going to bring it up right away? What? You know what I'm going to say? He rhymes with... Trucker. Trucker and... Ooh, man. <laughs> uh, Tucker Pullman, is that who you want to talk with? Do we want to... You want to skip over the Jason Dickinson move? Well, we can go back to Dickinson. I don't care. I just kind of want to work in the sequence of okay, events. Okay, Dickinson. So, then. to Let's be fair, if I, if I were to go in the proper sequence of events, I would have said Jason Dickinson first. He was the first one to go. Jason Dickinson, well, to come in. <laughs> Jason Dickinson for a third rounder was, correct? Yep. Great deal. That guy's a fantastic hockey player. See, he should be our 3C, not Brandon Sutter. Well, he is our I 3C. Know. Indeed, he I is. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sutter sucks. Play him on the fourth line, put Dickens in third line. Sutter's no better than the fourth line player at a million bucks. Great. That's the no, fourth I know. line player. We've well, been paying bucks. him as a second line, third line center for the last five years at four million. Well, yeah, he's finally going to accept his role. Okay, let's t- so let's talk about Jason Dickinson. Fantastic three center. Yep. Uh, only downside about him is he is not a good face-off man. We got lots of face-off men, though. That's the point. But if you're if he needs to kill penalties, he's probably got to be a little bit better on that. I get it. On the uh, face-offs, but I mean, you can pair him up with Sutter and you're good to go. Because Sutter could play wing with him. Mm-hmm. And then you could do Mott and someone else. Mott and Horvat, maybe. Tyler Mott's the GOAT. Tyler Mott's a fantastic. Oh, that, that fourth line is already looking fantastic. That third line's already looking fantastic. So, big winner of that. And uh, Jimbo is kind of one of the only GMs there to get one of those big trades in with Dallas before the expansion deadline there. So, And also, Seattle, you suck. Your team is trash. Your GM is garbage. You guys pooched it so bad. You left so much talent on the board. Okay, great. You want to build up your system? Fine. But you should have leveraged the cap space from the draft. You could have manipulated teams into threatening them. And I understand, Ron Francis, you tried. But oh yeah, you failed. Okay, Ron? Ron, do you understand what you have done? We are going to steamroll your team this year. (laughs) 
I want to show up to a Kraken game and I'm going to throw bottles of Kraken against your stadium because you guys are terrible. I'm going to throw eggs. Yeah, I'm going to bring a carton of eggs. I am going to leave them right at your doorstep so that you can step on them and then I will grab them after you crack them and dump them all over your face and smear it with your own jersey because your jersey's garbage too. That's my hot take oh, of the jerseys day. Jerseys are the worst part. I hate the jersey. It looks like something I would have designed in NHL 09 by myself in my basement. Ooh, look at these colors. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Should have been should have been more creative. Adidas bailed them out. Looks like something I would have drawn on PictoChat. PictoChat. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a that's a blast from the past. I am just really excited for this Canucks team. The Kraken, honestly, Ron, I understand you got some grit in your team, but you also took Vitek Vanacek and just gave him back to the Caps for nothing. You should have just taken Brendan Dillon. Oh, just so many problems. So many problems. And then why do they take all those goalies? If they're just going to sign Grubauer, they had the period to talk to free agents before anyone else, so they would have had a good feeling of where he's going to go. I don't know. Maybe they'll offer sheet somebody. Petey. Yeah. Honestly, jokes. That would I, I would be fine with that. If, if Petey has to get offer sheet and that's just the way it goes, that's fine. As long as the team gets better. Jimbo's going to poo his pants if that happens. Probably. Yeah. Okay, next move. With a little bit, of, a little bit of expansion, you know, slight there. Seattle, you're just over the hill there. I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna wreck some havoc. I'm gonna take my shirt off. Seattle's expansion was much more underwhelming than Vegas. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And I also like you guys dropped the ball. It's more the NHL, but the NHL dropped the ball in releasing, releasing those rosters. Yeah, leaked the roster for the entertainment of the sport. Like I was so excited for this event at Frank's. And they just destroyed it. Yeah. Okay. Let's get. Uh, Let's get Kevin Weeks and let's throw some fish at him. Oh yeah, oh, this is who we select. Oh yeah, you're in. You're a part of the Kraken. No, no, I've had enough. Ashton, chime in. <laughs> I don't think you're as fired up about this as I'm I am. I'm not as but... fired up as you are about it, but the uh, Seattle team is very underwhelming. I'll say that, that's for sure. Um, also, those were some massive contracts they handed out to those demon, which I think were a little bit steep. They did leave some good players on the table. I think they wanted to... From what I understand, they wanted to avoid, for instance, Tarasenko in the big cap hit, as well as uh, Carey Price in the big cap hit. So they decided to go maybe cheaper and maybe... Montreal wrecked them in the expansion you know, process. They, they mucked them. But there were some good players left on the table, but I can also understand why they didn't want to take them. is because they wanted to have the money to play with. And uh... Okay, should we talk next about uh, the Abbotsford team? Sure. I don't... I'm very excited about the AHL team to be in Abbotsford. Did... I'm... To be completely frank with you, I don't know hardly anything about the AHL team, so I don't care about them. Oh, that's harsh. Um, actually, we care about the Canucks and we care about this podcast, so I think you do care. <laughs> uh, you stand corrected. I think Louis Erickson's the first line center or something like that. Uh, maybe on the Tucson Roadrunners, whatever they call That's the AHL team. I know. I was joking. Hi, we uh, would like to introduce our... Welcome, the Arizona Coyotes, starting at center, Jay Beagle. <laughs> Feel the thrill and Louis Erickson. That would be a greasy line. <laughs> lots and lots of hot dogs. Go Coyotes. Oh! <laughs> slap, 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 and Canucks win. How many hot dogs do you think Phil can eat? Ten. All right. Post game, 15. <laughs> Post dump, maybe 18. I think it's a really cool opportunity. I never really understood. I was obviously a lot younger when the Abbotsford Heat were around. There's a lot of really good NHL talent that you can see in the NHL, guys that are coming up. And just to see some of the guys in the system, it really exciting. No one could even see Utica game. Like you can't even watch it. You know who's not on the Abbotsford Canucks? Colin. Bye. Oh, he went to Seattle, whatever. He looked like a promising prospect, but, I mean, he had some opportunity to play. We had dusty players for Seattle to select, honestly. 
I saw something on Twitter the other day. It was like Jimbo's been preparing for this day for seven years. <laughs> you have not like you know you can't lose. And any- to be fair, if he was preparing it for seven years, he did a fantastic job. You can't lose anything good if you don't have anything good to give. <laughs> now, let's now let's get into free agency. Obviously, there's just a million guys that we signed for the HL, like Brad Hunt, Devontae Stevens, um, John Stevens. Brady Keeper is a really promising player from Florida. He plays a really physical game. Um, there were some other good ones there. Dowling? Yeah, Dowling. Yeah, he was one of the ones from, he believed he played on Dallas. There's an interesting fact I saw the other day that one of the players that we just signed to play for the Abbotsford Canucks originally played for that Abbotsford team. Really? Yes. Before they moved away, yes. So it's come full circle. That's exciting. No pun intended, full circle. And there's a lot of guys that are actually local. Oh, Nick Patan. That's an, an, an oh, interesting yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys they picked up that, like, you can tell the organization has a lot more depth. So if we get injuries, we have some guys that can step in and play minutes. Whereas, could we say that last year? No. I don't think we could. Where we had Lou Erickson. <laughs> it's supposed to be an NHL player not playing NHL minutes. <laughs> problem. Problem. <laughs> Should have been playing AHL minutes. We were paying him $6 million to eat popcorn. Oh. Can I enjoy that popcorn, Louis? You enjoy that popcorn? Oh, can we get you kettle corn? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, please. With my $5 million signing bonus, please. <laughs> you, what do you think about Yaroslav Halak? I kind of like him. Good deal. One year, 1.5, right? Perfect. Oh, that's good. We're getting a run there. Maybe, uh, I guess we keep him if we get on a run, but maybe DiPietro has some good I minutes. think Jimbo's starting to learn his lesson about handing out stupid, ridiculous contracts in free agency. This year, he's toned it down a lot. Which is fantastic. The Brandon Sutter deal, the Halak deal, those are good deals. Well, we were paying, how much we, How much were we paying Brain Holby to be back at $4.5 Yeah. We're paying Halak one and a half. Yeah, no, fantastic. Brandon Six Sutter months. gets a $3 million decrease. He's learning. Good, Jimbo. Also, like, I think this was probably the best year to trade your first round pick because I think there was some really good depth. It was a pretty... There's some probably picks in the third round, fifth round, and sixth round that are going to end up being first rounders or supposed to be first rounders in a couple of years. I mean, this Danila... Klamovich kid sign that we that we draft in the second round. That's exciting. Um, who knows? Maybe and he's like claiming that he's coming into camp to get a spot. So that's exciting. Oh, also I guess we should touch on Pakolzin while we're talking about young Russian players. Yeah. I am excited to see what this kid can bring. He's gonna rip with Hoglander too. Holy cow! This like our team. You look at that roster right now. We actually look kind of mean on paper. Like it's kind of nice. Pakolzin's gonna muck people. We go right through. Okay. So like next kill. next signing, Travis Hamanek. What do you think? I actually kind of like him. He's not as greasy as Tana, but he's greasy. A little pricey for me, to be honest. Pri- pricey, but he was due for an upgrade. And, I mean, if he can play with Quinn, and Quinn likes playing with him, why not? I like the short term. I don't really like the $3 million, but you know what? It is what it is. I don't think it's going to kill the team. Luke Shen, another good depth guy. Really good contract. I like that signing because he's played here before. He's got a little bit of chemistry with the team, and it's a good, you know, league minimum. Con- I mean, a little more than league minimum, but good. Cheap yeah, signing. No, impressive. Good deal. And he's a BC boy, too. Really? Yeah. A little bit of a party town up in Poland right now. Off season, a lot yeah. of WHL players there, a lot of NHL players there as well. My name is Shea Weber. Cold ones with Shea. We we almost had a beer with Shea Rollins. Almost. Do you remember that? We tried. What happened? He flaked. What do you mean he flaked? Flaked. <laughs> tell the story. Tell the story. The listeners want to know the story. What do you mean? Tell the story. What story? How did it come about? Why did we come up with that inside? I don't know. We. we, we... I mean, I wasn't there at the baseball stadium, but you guys saw him at the baseball stadium and invited him for beers. We did. And Sam Nelson was scared. You guys were like, hey, Shea Weber. He's like, well, that's not me. Is, is Sam Nelson a fake Montreal Canadiens fan? Yes. All right. It's on the record. Sammy? <laughs> fake. Get out. Say it, Ashton. He's biting his tongue. You're fake. You're fake, bud. You do. 
Brad Nelson, you're fake. Whoa, hey, don't attack Brad like that. Brad, I'm sorry. We really appreciate you being a Montreal Canadiens fan, and we also appreciate you coming on floats with the boys. We're going to make sure we have some craft beer soon. And let us know if you want to come to the pod. We know you're listening. We'd love to have you. All right, also one signing we missed, Brad Hunt, another good depth team man. I mean, not sure if he's ever going to play, but we'll see. How about Trucker? Let's talk about him. Trucker Ullman. Yeah, that guy. Tucker. Yeah. Ullman. Um, to be honest, uh, contract right off the hop looks really bad. I'm not going to hide it based off the defenseman. However, I don't know very much about this player. That's so, what concerns me. But being a D-man, sometimes if they don't know about you, that's a good thing. See, it was like all these signings, like boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, it was like Tucker Poolman, four years, two and a half. We're like, what? So who? Who's that? Um, like, I've never, I've hardly heard the guy's name. I mean, but two and a half is not the same as six million or eight million. It was a four-year deal of ten million, like... Who, who is that guy? He's a seventh defenseman. Yeah. Six or seventh defenseman. I mean, it's a bad contract, but it's it's not going to kill the team. For example, like Louis, Louis Erickson one did. So I think Jim Benning, I'm giving you an A, an A plus this offseason. He literally, he, Ashton, Ashton, the thing that he said and Thomas Trant said they needed to do for the offseason, he did every single one and almost exceeded expectations in one sense. A plus for Jimbo. Yeah. After he was like on the hot seat for about three years because he's an idiot. Wow. Okay, so what's your grade? I don't know. You're just giving him a high grade A+. Plus. That's like almost perfection there. I don't know. I have to think about it. I got to think about it some more. I got to analyze. Well, I'd get, think about it. I don't know. I need a hot take right now. I, I, don't, I wouldn't give him an A+, plus, man. I'd, then what do you give him? High B. High B+. Plus, like, so B+. Plus. I don't know. High B. Sure. So, so B+. Plus. Sure. I don't think I'm going to give him an A+, plus, but... That's not terrible. B-plus is good. No, I'm, I think he's done overly a good job this summer. Fantastic. Like, I do. Even though I hated his guts for the longest time. Yeah, I think I think this organization is really starting to turn a corner. I think we have to be excited. This team next year is significantly better on paper. Travis mm-hmm. Green coming back, huge win. Mm-hmm. Ian Clark coming back, mm-hmm. huge win. Mm-hmm. I think Halak's going to be actually a huge upgrade on Hol- what Holby was. Holby's awful. Halak's been a backup. trash. And we're paying him four and a half million. Halak's been a fantastic goalie for backup goalie for years. So I yeah. think he's going to be fantastic. I, I agree. And then Mikey DiPietro is going to come in next year. So they, we, we signed him on a one year. It's fantastic. Yep. Good deal. Jason Dickinson. Fantastic. We'll see how, what his arbitration case comes out to. But fantastic. Piece of work by Jim. Connor Garland. Fantastic. He's part of this young core now. That defense. I mean, there's still some questions on that right side. Everyone gives Tyler Myers a lot of flack. He's been a much better defenseman. He eats big minutes. I think bringing another guy like Tucker Pullman, bringing Travis Hamonick back, bringing Luke Shen, there's now not as much stress. I mean, if OEL comes in and plays Unreal, like this team is just going to take off. And Jack Rathbone comes in and makes a name for himself, the team's going to go absolutely ballistic next year. It Wait. really it really hinges on that defense. You know with that forward group, you're going to score goals. We might riot. What? So we might riot. You were at the riot? There could be riots, and there will be eggs and humble pie involved. Oh, humble pay, humble pie. I'm a pay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pay for everyone involved. Everyone. Both at this table, others not at this table, and for everyone in the organization. We are ecstatic. I want it. I want to shove the humble pie in my face. Not everyone can have the pie, but what I need are, the pie. Are they going to be able to do anything with it? The pie? The... You throw the pie. Oh, jeez. We'll I will pie. grab I will grab the humble pie that's sitting right in front of me right now and I will throw it at you. But you can't have it all. You can't have your pie and eat it too. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, sometimes you can. Well, yeah. for some people, some people need to eat a little. Okay, well, but are the Canucks actually going to be able to do anything with this team? 
because they've never won before. Is this going to change? I, I, it? I'm not saying they're going. I'm not saying they're a Stanley Cup contender. They're going to Stanley Cup. They're, they're definitely better. I think they have to be better. No, but just in my opinion, is this going? Is this the reboot that they need? Is this 110? Yeah. They, 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 is this the let's turn it off the computer and let's turn the computer back on? Okay, this is this. I'm going to tell you, Josh, exactly. They're going to take a step. Team. I'm going to tell you exactly what's happened to this team. So the year is 2019. Oh no, COVID pandemic. We're done. We come back, buddy Henry. Huh? We come back for the bubble. This team goes on a tear. Chris Tanev scores the overtime goal against the Wild. Sends us to the the, uh, the first round stage of the Blues. Bull Horvath goes on a tear. Puts the team on his back. Demko plays unreal. We get through the Blues. We get to Vegas. Everyone just grinds out to a seventh game. We were one win away from going to the Stanley Cup Final. Round three. Or round three. We we're one win away. <laughs> Stanley Cup Final. Yes, cuts in. Correct it. <laughs> and then that, that, off, that off season ends. Markstrom gone. Tanev gone. Uh, who else left that year? Toffoli. Yeah, Toffoli gone. Like, we just lost all these big pieces in the team. Stetcher. Tony Stretcher. Yeah, Stetcher was gone, too. All these big core pieces that were on the team, just gone. I understand. It was business. The, the organization didn't have enough money. But, as a result, the organization got a really bad reputation around the league. That they were going to bring in guys and treat them like garbage. Uh-huh. Like, Stetcher, Tanev, and Markstrom were hard soul guys on the team. And so, the, all the players on the team were pissed. They're like, well, team, the, you know, management doesn't win. So, you can visibly see in the way they were playing, they were playing with their feet... Dragging along the ground, especially, especially when Montreal came to Vancouver last year and just absolutely ripped us apart, single-handedly by Tyler Toffoli. Yep. So now management looks at this situation. They say, you know what? PD and Hughes are pissed. Horvat's pissed. Miller's pissed. Edler didn't even want to be here anymore. Edler went to LA. Yeah. So they needed to revive the organization and they needed to get out some old pieces to get into some fresh pieces. So okay. Louis Roussel and Beagle, you're gone. We're bringing in some new new meat. Get some energy in that room. Get yeah. some hype. And now that everyone on the team is fired up, everyone just wants to get to camp. How do you know you're not in that room? Um, based on, well, based on what Tom Strands has been reporting, and he talks to a lot of the players directly. Okay. He said every reliable source. Every single guy he's talked to on the team is so fired up about he the. He does not work for CNN. No. It's not fake. He works for the Athletic. A very good. Okay. A very good program. But yeah. listen to the Swimcast. Yes. So the team is fired up, and if the guys are fired up and they're not pissed at management. And they brought back the coach, we'll play and, hard. and the players love the coach. Yeah. We're gonna play hard. I also think we're just a better team in general. Like, there's they're better than what they were. Well, last Dem- year. Demko's another year older. Yes. Quinn Hughes is probably gonna rebound. Like by default, team. I think they'll be better because they're a better team, not just because better, they're more hungry. Better team, like, but also a lot of players in the team had terrible years, like just uncharacteristic terrible years. Quinn Hughes said was terrible. Like, Miller was bad. PD Miller was, was bad. PD's bad. Although he got hurt, but he was bad before that. Yeah, I know. Who else? Well. Myers was actually okay. Besser was unreal. Besser was fantastic. Yeah. But they were missing depth, and so we finally got that. We weren't sending Ole Ulevi and Jack Rathbone on the same game to go, hey, oh, here's McDavid. Also, I think that Pacific Division is wide open. Pretty bad. Other than Vegas. It's pretty bad, eh? Yeah, I think we're going to be scrapping pretty heavy against Seattle, the Oilers, Calgary. LA is a sneaky team. They got a lot better. So I think there's something to be excited about this year. I'm really stoked. I want to do a little segment. We're going to call it the Oh Yeah segment. One thing, <coughs> one, 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 one hot take that you give it a Oh Yeah, like it's guaranteed going to happen. I want to know, what is your Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah hot take? 
Ashton, go. Hot take. I wouldn't say it's very hot anymore, but Jack Eichel does not start the year as a Buffalo Sabre. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, I don't I don't think it's very hot anymore. There was news leaked this week, obviously. It was pretty bad. Okay. You want to hear my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> OEL is going to be in the top 25 defensemen in the league in points. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Top 25. What does that look like? What is, how many points is that? Um, I'm going to tell you. This this past year, like look at the last year's is data. It, is this just a Twitter hot take that you're just pirating? No, no, no. I, I how just, many how okay. many how okay. many points does it take to be top twenty five? Because if it's like twenty points, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, I'm gonna read off the top twenty five names. Okay, from this last year. But how many points though? Uh, so the twenty fifth point getter had thirty points. Okay, that's doable. Okay, so yes. I'm gonna read you the list. Yeah. Well, how many defensemen are there in the league? I'm seeing six times thirty-two over for quick maths. Two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty get in the top twenty-five. If you do the quick maths, thirty-two times six is one ninety-two. So, so I'm going to read you the list: Tyson Berry, Adam Fox, Victor Hedman, Chris Letang, Kale McCarr, John Carlson, Shea Theodore, Jeff Petrie, Dougie Hamilton, Jacob Chikrin, Quinn Hughes, John Klimberg, Mackenzie Weger, Darnell Nurse, Morgan Riley, Drew Doughty. Roman Yossi, Sam Gerrard, Tori Krug, Alec Martinez, Neil Pionk. Neil Pionk, why is he on here? Thomas Shabbat, Devin Taves, Nick Letty, and Charlie McAvoy. Not included on that list. A couple notable names. Sergachev, Brent Burns, Seth Jones, Mike Riley, Miro Heiskanen, Mark Giordano, Keith Yandel. However, Ackman Larson was 40th on that list with 24 points, and to put him at 25, he would have had to get 30 points. So he was six points away. Hot take? Your hot take is that he's in the top 25 scoring. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm on, on oh, yeah. I'm on oh, yeah. Like, that's happening. That's maybe like, oh, yeah? Like, question mark? No, like, I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 oh, yeah. 2005 remastered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can agree with you. I mean, I don't know. I, All right. I don't think we share the same, same enthusiasm on that one. That's fine. That's my oh, yeah. You have your oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've, can I have another? Oh, yeah. This is my last one. Oh, yeah. The Seattle Kraken missed the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could get behind that. Oh. That's not even a hot take. Uh, mm, I don't know. That Pacific Division could be pretty bad. They so, are pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Folks, Slurpcast, episode 7, season 1.5. We are back, baby. We are back. We're going to have some special guests this next couple weeks. See you soon.